And we are back. Hi, guys. It is Everything and Nothing, the show where you get everything and nothing. at the same time. The same time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got Jonathan here. Oh, it's Akira. How's your week? My, You know what? It was my birthday week. And, and it went good. We it, had fun. We did. We, we was a, out here thing and things. Had, had, a little, had a little bit of turn up. Running. Some people were ripping and running. I was You not. were. How? I was only out of my house because it was your birthday, okay. sir. That doesn't mean I was ripping and running. Oh, okay. Ma'am. Sir. Let's, let, we don't really want to go towards ripping and running. Anyway. We can who's get, your bae? We can who's get on today's, your bae? We can get on today's subject real quick. Who's your bae? My bae. I have several bays today. Oh, excuse me. And I'm going to explain why. So, my bays um, are the big girls. Hey! Uh, because I've been seeing, especially on like uh, TikTok a lot lately, um, it seems like there's some kind of a, for some people, some kind of a weird response to, to big girls that I don't feel is, is cool. You know why. Um, no, well, here's the thing. I understand that everybody has a preference. I get that. Not a problem. But when your preference then becomes degrading other people or trying to put people down, that becomes a problem. The thing is, if you if most people unpack that, you don't even know why you have the preference that you have, That's or you true have too. it because society told you you're supposed That's to have true it. Too. Whenever, never, <laughs> we try to keep it PG, oh, try to keep it PG. We're not doing we're not doing the we're not doing the PG thirteen R today. Um, <laughs> We might have to do, although that's coming eventually, mm-hmm. I'm sure, mm-hmm. um, on probably on another platform. But anyway, but my thing is, uh, and I as as a big guy myself, mm-hmm. I feel like for one, I am automatic, not obligated, because that makes it sound kind of yeah. bad. But how I look, saying, "Oh, you're a big girl, I can't, I can't rock with you," that's just dumb. Because yeah. I know how I know how it feels to be a big dude and basically just get denied or you know pushed to the side because of that so you know that's not cool and you wouldn't want to do that to anybody else but at the same time ladies especially when y'all got your outfits together man i am in full cartoon heart out the eyes mode so so are you like one of those you are you a sundress kind of guy or are you like you know g are you the leggings kind of guy i am a fan of anything that she put on her body anything that put you put on your body that anything that is when that outfit is you know on point kudos to you applause because sundress let's be honest sundress season is one of my favorite seasons of the year Mm -hmm. of course you know when that thing be thangin', uh, thangin'. jeans dress whatever whatever you feel comfortable in Mm -hmm. i'm with you I'm with you. If you want to put a bonnet on, put your bonnet on. That's okay. <laughs> you eggy. <laughs> I got it. Whatever. Anyway, it's what I do. But, um, yeah, shout out to the big girls out there because I don't think you get enough love and enough attention or enough credit. We don't. Um, especially the ones with... Now, here's the thing. The ones with the the quality personalities, the ones that are genuinely good people, because, unfortunately, there are some big girls out there who... Uh, are lacking in the personality department. And I don't know if that's maybe because of past issues or mm-hmm. what, or maybe that's just you in general. I don't know, because I have seen some big girls that, um, I, I question, well, no, I, I want to say, here's the answer as to why you are being treated the way that you get treated. Right. Um, I'm awesome, so I can't relate. Well, okay. Good for you. All right. I mean, obviously you can't relate because of other things, but anyway. Don't you stop! Uh, 
Oh, we'll get Don't to it. We'll get to it later on today. Um, <sighs> but my thing is always my my thing has always been as far as attraction goes, the personality has to match or su- uh, surpass everything else. Okay. Because if you don't have a sense of humor, you don't have the ability to even hold some kind of a basic conversation, no matter what the topic may be, um, or you don't, there's nothing to you. It's almost like you're just kind of a blank canvas. Yeah. Then I don't care what you look like. It don't matter. It don't really matter because it's like, what's the point? Or if you're just mean or rude for no reason, um, you can't read the room, which a lot of people can't. Yeah. Like, that's a big thing, too. Like, read people the room. Struggle with that, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then go from there. So, yeah, shout out to the big girls. I love big girls. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. So, yeah, who's your babe this week? So, my babes this week mm. are all the men who stood in solidarity with black women as Auntie Monique thought it was appropriate to get on the internet and try to shame us for wearing our bonnets in public. Now listen, <laughs> you will never personally catch a Kira Elon with a bonnet on. That's not really my style. That's not my swag. Okay. I am a Kira Elon if you're confused about what's happening here. Mm-hmm. But specifically talking about in the airport as someone who loves to be in the airport because i like to travel i will be there in a couple of weeks going to atlanta you if you go if you down there to hit the kid up so get the, <laughs> anyway focus <laughs> as someone who finds themselves in the airport every now and then or finds myself in places late at night early in the morning or whatever it is i'm going to go in what makes me comfortable right if you follow me on tiktok then you were i've kind of already addressed this i have no interest I'm done trying to be what y'all think I need to be in order to be a queen. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. Y'all always constantly move the goalposts. It feels like as a black woman, I am required to live up to this unrealistic standard in everybody else's eyes to even be considered that I am deemed a little bit of respect. Just a smidge of respect. Okay. It's annoying. It's frustrating. I agree. I don't know where I saw it, but somebody was like, the bonnet is like the equivalent to the messy bun. And I agree wholeheartedly because I'm not talking about girls with relaxers, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously your hair is straight, so that's a different conversation. Those type of messy buns is different than a natural girl with messy bun. If you see my fro, ain't no such thing as a messy puff. It ain't a thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't so, even think that's possible. This is what I'm saying. Okay. So I would put a bonnet on if I don't, like, usually I wear a hat. Or I might throw on a bonnet. Have I ever worn a bonnet? I don't think about it. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, have I ever worn a bonnet? I don't know. But all I'm I saying is. I feel like I've seen you in a bonnet, though. Outside? Uh, I wear bonnets on TikTok all the time. And I don't no. care about that. And some people will feel it. I feel like I've seen you in person in a bonnet, but I don't think Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, my, the level of respect that I am requ- that I require those in my space should not change just because of what I got on. If I decide to walk outside with nothing on but pearls and a smile, the level of respect <laughs> that I am deserving of does not change. It does not change. I'm not saying that. It does not change. I feel like there should be some, some more concern shown. Than <laughs> but, because, yeah, but I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. You're missing a point. You're missing up a point. Okay. But I just appreciate, and I appreciate the men who understand, like, I'll never try to compare a black man's struggle in America to a, a black woman's struggle in America because they're different. Of course. And By I mean, there are nuances. I don't feel like playing the oppression Olympics right now. I don't feel right. like doing that. But it's disheartening when almost every topic comes up and it's always a group of black men that feels like tearing you down. 
Like, when you see black men constantly piling on top of you, like, well, if you dress like this, then you deserve whatever happened to you. If you look, if you wear this on your head, it deserve what... Like, it's disheartening. Mm. Especially when I don't see nobody making them same arguments for do-rags. I don't see nobody saying, yeah. if you have a scarf on your head, then you don't, you aren't deserving of respect. I'm from other black people. Right. The amount of other black people I saw in them comments talking about all this stuff. And don't get me started on the older generations. Because mm-hmm. I get it. To be fair, Uh-oh. I understand why you need to play uh, respectability politics. Because it was a survival tactic. I understand that. Assimilation, I get it. I'm not trying to be dismissive of history. But we are millennials. We are Gen Zers. You fought those fights, so we shouldn't have to. So why are you still holding us to those same standards? Didn't you fight so I wouldn't have to be like that? Didn't you fight so I wouldn't have to be held to those standards like right. that? So why are you feeding into what the white man trying to tell us what we supposed to look like? Stop it. Right. And stop my, it, my Granny. Thing, stop it. My thing with that whole situation was, I feel like, it's if here's my thing. As someone whose whole aesthetic is comfort. Yes. My whole, like every outfit is pretty, outside of a suit, Comfort. Comfort. Because and the part of the reason for me, part of the reason for that is I have almost most period. I mean, sorry, predominantly worked a job where a uniform was required. Right. And I hated those uniforms because it's just nobody would wear that in real life. In real life. And my argument against it had always been like, if as long as my clothes are neat and clean, clean, right? Does it? Just because I don't look like everybody else that works here, does that mean that I can't do this job mm-hmm. to the same level as anybody else? Exactly. I don't, and I've never understood that. So if I'm going to be on my time, mm-hmm. I'm going to dress the way I choose. Exactly. And guess what? It's going to be comfortable. Period. Um, because I think too many people uh, handcuff themselves to, like you said, like a cert- that certain image or whatever. We're not wearing suits to the baseball games no more. Or the basketball games. Did you see that? So I said that they should require ba- players to wear back I've heard that. basketball games. I've heard that. But so he's going to be out there with his tattoo, whatever they oh, call it. Oh, you know, well, no. So, yeah. So there is a. So I remember growing up, you know, 90s, whatever. And especially when, like, Allen Iverson was that dude coming to the game. Shout out to Jessica. She used to be in love with Iverson. Okay, shout out to the best friend of Jason. Yeah. Um, Alan, I had a teacher who was, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about that after I tell the story. <laughs> I remember um, seeing Alan Iverson coming to the game with his, his Walkman, Jesus old, headphones, fitted cap, do-rag on because he had to cover up the braids. Of course. Um, usually it was like a throwback jersey, mm-hmm. the baggy jeans, yep. and some J's. Yep. That's how he came. Because, yes, it is a job, but also at the same time, he's playing basketball. Right. This is not like, he's not a CEO. He's not a real estate agent. Right. He's not a CEO. <laughs> he's not trying to sell you something. You and already I, bought it. Right. And that mm-hmm. was part of the, like, uh, the growth of pro basketball. Because mm-hmm. you had guys like Michael Jordan who were selling his shoe, his signature shoe. And it would come in these different colors. And he was kind of one of the first guys to really kind of have that out there. You know, he wasn't wearing the same as everybody else was. And he was basically, like, um, appealing to young black men. Yeah. Alan Iverson dresses like me. Right. So, he is a young black man that he's right. appealing so to. Right. So I'm all about it. And so on and so forth. And then it changed to because we can't have that. Which, to me, I always thought was funny. Like, oh, we can't have these... Black men out here dressing like they would if they was on the street or in the hood or whatever. But here was the thing. 90-something percent of the NBA is black. And from, so, right. and not from, that's and from the hood. But that's but... what it is. And from the hood. So I don't see the problem with it. So, now they had, so then they instituted a dress code. 
Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, I do not, as just because my personal style does not match what we see now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got cats out here with capris, like super skin tight capris. They got the Cam Newton uh, Arby's hat on. They walking around with the satchel, which my question is, what did you need a satchel for? Or like a man purse? Carry because his phone, his laptop, his brush. Why are you bringing your laptop? His extra do Okay. <laughs> okay. So, his laptop. So, let me. Hmm. Here's the thing. If you've ever seen a, a professional sports locker, they already have their brushes, their hair care, their body, you know, their so toilet. So, maybe it's just part of the aesthetic. Okay. But, but sir, you about to play basketball. You don't need, a, first off, like you said, a laptop. I don't know <laughs> I don't any know. professional athlete who's like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to have to check I'm the score. I'm about morning. to knock this laptop out real quick. You know, no, that's not how it works. Show up. Because here's my thing. It's just like, I remember when I was playing basketball for like a summer league, mm. you you had like sweats on or whatever because that was pretty much what you was leaving out of with. Right. You come with your, your your bag, with your towel, your shoes, your, your uniform, whatever the case may be. And that was it. Yeah. I don't. I don't need to have suit and tie on to go play basketball. Because, again, yes, I understand it is a job. Yeah. But we're playing a game. Right. So, you know. um, But, you know, if that's your choice, cool. If not, whatever. But, anyway, so, like you were talking about, um, my best friend of Jason was in love with Allen Iverson. So, I remember middle school, I had an English teacher who literally left school early. Because she had to go get her hair and nails done because the 76ers and Al Iverson were coming to town. Period. And Period. In, in her mind. Period. Yes, in her Period. mind. She was, she was about to get hooked up with Al Iverson. Period. Listen, we <laughs> black people, black people, I love us. Black people are the only people who will go to a show and want to outdress the performing what to go see. Yeah. <laughs> Like, period. I want to look like I'm supposed to be a back... No, not the backup dancer. I want you to look like a backup dancer at your show. I want them to be like, dang, girl, you was like, you was like, yes. no, just a little light work. I was just, you in know. In her mind, she was about yes. to bag her Allen Iverson. Period. You better aim her. Yes. You better, if you, Listen, you aim for the stars, you reach And don't get me wrong. She was cute. Okay. I don't know what happened to her, but she was cute, though. See? But, um... As far as I know, Allen Iverson did not wipe her up. You so don't know. I'm pretty sure. Because I've seen Allen Iverson's wife. Uh, it ain't her. Well, <laughs> so, there. But all of that to say, I just really appreciate, you know, with so much noise on the internet and so much discord that we see with black men being against black women and vice versa, it was just really nice to see some black men be like, child, I don't care, we forgot that bonnet on. No, that couple with the, um, some, it was this clip on TikTok and it was this woman asking, like, man, do y'all really care about lingerie and that stuff? And this man said, girl, you can put a little moo-moo thing on with your body. Mm. <laughs> I mean, every man is different. Okay, that's true. Every man is different. Yeah. I think some men, because I've asked different men in my life, like male friends and stuff, and some men care. Uh, most of the ones I spoke to did not. Mm-hmm. They're like, girl, you... Put on a little ratty t-shirt. I don't care. But I think that's one of those things. Like women, sometimes we care about that type of stuff. Some do right. care too. I think it, it just depends on the man. I think it's important to know what your man like. I think it, it depends on. Too. I think it depends on the situation. For like, sure. Just I, it. Yeah. I'm, no shade. If you, you just a sneaky link, oh, you get the ratty t-shirt, sir. I am not <laughs> pulling out the good lingerie for you. Well, now, if you yeah, bae, that's understandable. Now, if you're bae, yeah, of course, bae can you know. But if you just, sir, we we know why we're here. 
if we're just, if it's just that, <laughs> you, you. I mean, I get that. That makes perfect sense. You, you. I'm just gonna leave it there. You know why we're here. The rattle was about to come out. Uh, shut up. But yeah, so I just wanted to shout out all the black men who was on the internet with their bonnets on. I see you. I appreciate you because there are times where I know it feels like black women are always being up on black men. So for the ones who are actually standing in solidarity and respect our uh, respect that we have a right to choose how we decide to show up in the world, Mm -hmm. and you understand that our level of respect is not deemed by that, I appreciate that. And a special shout out to the men who receive information and change their way of speaking or thinking. For example, one of my biggest biggest pet peeves about men. And there's a red flag to me is if I say, if he says, if he calls me a female and I ask him not to and he continues to do it, that's a big red flag for yeah, me. Yeah, because that's a sign of disrespect. I agree because you're dehumanizing me. And if you can't listen to why I'm saying it's dehumanizing you. Now, this is the thing because I've heard men be like, well, women, women can call themselves whatever they want to. Right. She could call. I, it's a lot of women who call them each other to be where all that stuff. Me and my friends don't move. I that always way. wondered. I always wondered about me, that. I was like, that's okay, but it's the same whatever. as the N word for some people. True. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So if that's how you decide to move within your friend group, that's your business. Me, home personally, me and my homegirls, we don't move like that. Right. But women call themselves whatever they want to. This particular woman chooses not to call herself that. So if I tell you this is a a line, a boundary right. for me, and if the request and, has been put out there, and you still yeah, because you already got the stereotype that y'all don't listen. So please don't reinforce a stereotype around me. Because you might get dragged and then cut off. Don't do it. So I appreciate the ones who actually listen. Yeah, I think... Um, Black men, some of y'all are right. We try. Some of y'all. We try. Some of y'all. Uh, some of y'all. I try, anyway. Um, but you, I mean, you wouldn't be my best friend if you didn't, wasn't it? So. I mean, if you, you were know, a trash man, we couldn't be friends. I feel like that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. I can't keep trash men around me. That makes blood related and you still know I'm thinking trash. <laughs> That makes, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, like, I even, so, even to, you know, my base this week, the, the big girls, I um, made a TikTok video about the, uh, listen, Tiger Stripes, look here, ma'am. We know they got here one or two ways. Right. Either you was big or you got small, or, or you was, was small, small and got, got big. big. It don't matter. We rocking either way. It don't way. matter. <laughs> I mean, that's what sure. he has said. Mm, that's yeah. what he has said. That's the PG version of what yeah, he has There said. you go. All right. Yeah. That's but the, anyway, so. What were we talking about today? Um, <clears throat> so it had been suggested to us. <laughs> you shouldn't have gave me the op- you shouldn't have gave me the option to just steer this way. <sighs> just um, about you know getting that old thing back. Um, <sighs> I do not have any experience. with Tell this. story time. Let's just get to yes, it. Yes, let's. Well, hold on. I'm trying to set oh, it up. Don't, I'm trying don't to paint the picture for you because this is going to be a, a cure heavy episode. Don't today. do this. Because like do I that. said, I don't have any experience with that. Really. Don't do that. Um, there has been zero. Uh, we know there is somebody we can talk about. Then after things ended, I went back to him. That nothing. Okay, first off, <laughs> first off I'm, I'm glad saying. y'all. I'm glad y'all can't see this, but <laughs> nothing came of that, regardless. Uh, okay. So that doesn't okay. count as that doesn't fall under this category. But this category, but you, you split hairs right now. Uh, no, I'm not because no, mm, no, <laughs> yes. No. You rocks, and then y'all fell off, and then you went back. That's uh, what we said. An attempt was made, and it failed miserably. That's not the same as right. an attempt was made, and then things progressed from there. There is a difference, um, ma'am. I feel like you split hairs, but all right. I'm not splitting hairs. There's a difference. Because, because, like I said, if the attempt was made and fails miserably, then the story ends right there. 
As opposed to, um, because you had me all confused when we talked about this the other day. I'm like, oh, okay, so nothing's going to be coming of this. And then today, so let's t- yes, so let's, let's, let's share so your let's, story. So let's share. Okay. share so let's rewind. Rewind. If you guys follow me on any, well, mainly on TikTok, because I don't really talk about this on my business page, because mm-hmm. that's business. Right. Um, I am kind of in a space of, I'm dating, you know, I'm, 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 I'm deciding if I want to get chose. I'm definitely doing some choosing, you know. At, I'm least, just, at least one of us is. I'm out here enjoying being 31 years old, having her own stuff, and having fun. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. And in the midst of me having fun, some people that used to be around have found their way back. Uh-huh. They've returned. A few. Uh-huh. Not a lot, but enough to be like, hmm, this is interesting. So it, it made me think about, you know, so if you, one of my favorite rappers is Wale. And Wale has a lyric where he says, I forget what song it is. But he said, most of the time the sequel sucks. Basically saying, when you double back to a situation that you had before, it usually doesn't go very well. Now, I typically, and, and to be, some of this might, oh, this might be a therapy session. Mm-hmm. So some of this. I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> So I, I was just thinking, like some of this, I think is a defense mechanism type of thing, because sometimes it's easier just to pick up where you left off with the person as opposed to starting with somebody all the way over. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just if y'all, I'm funny acting in general when it comes to like not not with the average person. Oh, okay. But with when it comes to men and relationships and dating, if you're a man that I can tell you're trying to be more than my friend in my space, I instantly get like, you know, the defenses go up, the the guard, you know, stuff is it shifts a little bit. Okay. But if you're a man that I've already did, and I want to be clear, dating does not mean I have slept with you. I just want to be clear. Because, right. you know, people automatically think you out here busting it open for everybody you let right. take you out to eat. That is not... At least that's not how I get down. I, like, I can't not. speak for nobody else. That's not uh, how I ride. I hope not. So. I feel like this is not the show for people who do that anyway. Oh, well, yeah. But I'm just Let's saying. I mean, but you I'm never give, know. And, hey, I'm giving y'all the benefit of the doubt. Don't and this is no, bad. listen, and, this, and if you do, boo, bust it down. I don't, like, this is a no judgment zone for me. I don't care. Because, anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, there are times when, you know. Somebody might okay. So it's a few different people. Like I said, it's one person who they have been back around for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Now we just you know we vibing. Uh huh. And then another person recently popped up mm-hmm. from the past, and it's like, oh snap, that's crazy. We went out, we had fun, and then another one popped back up, and it's like it is raining returns. What is happening, <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> but I think it's important, you know. When it comes to should you double back or should you be willing to date somebody again, I think it's important to... There's a few things you should consider. One, why did the situation end the first time? Of course. Two, because... Okay, let's start with one. Because, yeah, if it's if it was some non-negotiable type stuff, like if they was putting their hands on you, nah. Yeah, no, Personally, nah. Never, yeah, we're no. not doing that. If it was like... If they were going against one of your hardcore mm-hmm. non-negotiables... Right. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, there are men who are straight up misogynists. Don't mind being a misogynist. 
And there are women, some women who cool with that because they subscribe to like a certain way, a certain thought process. Mm-hmm. I can't rock with a dude like that. So if you came out the woodwork on some misogyny type vibes, I can't be bothered with you. Like, it okay. don't matter how good you, you know, I don't care what your bounce back story is. We ain't doing it. Um, but yeah, how did it end the last time? How do they move now? What is their situation like? Like, there are just a couple different variables I think you have to think about before you decide to let somebody into your space again. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And it's interesting because I'm, as I'm, I w- I've always been the kind of girl who typically I, m- I rock with one person. Like, okay. even if we're not officially in a relationship, mm-hmm. I'm only messing with one person. This is really the first time in my life where I'm, like, actively dating. Now, mind you, these we're not talking about um, new people. Because there are there are some new people. But I'm saying these are... I'm talking about people who have been around... Like, this is their second, third time coming back around type of thing. Okay. Um, but, yeah, this is really the first time in my life that I've, like, actively dated. And it's pretty cool because it's like you get to... Compare contrast. Like, okay, I like that he does this, but this I'm not really feeling. Or or one thing I, I know that I do a lot is if it's a trait that I don't like about a person, mm-hmm. is this something I'm willing to deal with the rest of my life? Right? Okay. Like, so one of the people that came back around, they had a particular trait that really bothered me. And to be fair, I could have communicated it better that it was a bother to me, and I didn't. But... When I was talking to this person again, right. it made me think of, like, I brought this to their attention, and they were like, yeah, that's true, you know, you're right, da 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 whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, if I, to me, the best way to apologize is change behavior. Oh, of course. So, Because, I, I mean, to, the apology, I mean, just saying I'm sorry gets you nothing, nothing if you to continue me. to do the same actions. It yeah. don't mean nothing to me. Of course. And, and you know what, not only has this person changed, but... In what way, acknowledging in what ways I've changed. Right. You know, I think when I was younger, because a lot of, you got to understand, like, it's a certain realm, like, I'm only 31, so a lot of the shenanigans, a lot of these current shenanigans are uh, remnants of my 20s, you right, know what I'm okay, saying? Right, right. So, 20-year-old Akira, 25-year-old Akira, 27-year-old Akira, <laughs> is leaps and bounds different than 31-year-old Akira. You know what I'm saying? I and hope so. yeah, she's leaps and bounds. Like I don't even child that baby need a prayer. Okay, <laughs> prayer is some Jesus. I mean, she had Jesus, but she was a different type of thing. <laughs> so like, I was just in a different place. Right. So like, when you allow somebody <clears throat> to come back into your space. Really thinking about, okay, who is this person now? And does this who you are now vibe with who I am now? Because right. before... Has enough change happened. Exactly. Because okay. before... I used to be a chameleon, right? Because Before I was also. comfortable in my skin. Like, mm-hmm. now, what you see is what you get. Y'all can't see me, but what you see is what you get okay. when it comes to a curie line. It just is what it is. Gotcha. Back then, though... Because I had low self-esteem, and I was a thirst bucket. I can say that about myself. You better not ever say it to my face, though, because you will get popped. I can say it about myself. What? So aggressive, not you, I'm just saying. I'm the only but, one here. But I, I'm just saying to whoever. Like I, to whoever. I feel like I've whoever gotten, got something to say. I feel like I've gotten a point across that when you do that, <laughs> it's only, it can only be targeted at me. There's nobody else here. But listen, so um, because I had low self-esteem, mm-hmm. 
I would adjust to what I thought that man, or not even just men, what the people in, exactly, okay. whatever I, I feel like that person wanted me to be, even if it was outside of my comfort zone, even if it it wasn't who I really was, right. I would be willing to try to change because I thought that would make them like me. I get that. And now I'm in a place where I think that's most people. Yeah, well, most people are I open to a point. I don't know, but I'm saying like I feel like because. I would say, even to an extent, I have done that in the past. And every now and then, I think I've, like, subconsciously, I feel like I'm doing that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I have to catch myself. Where you feel like, because of the situation, and usually I think that comes from a place of, like you said, not, in certain parts, it's insecurity and maybe, like, anxiety, because you're always overthinking Mm -hmm. and doing extra thought on situations that don't require it. For sure. So I think that's where that kind of... uh, yeah. Uh, personality thing or whatever comes out. But for me, it's so, yes. So, like I said, who I am now at this point in my life, I genuinely love. Mm-hmm. I'm falling more in love every day and really allowing God to um, snap, like, point out the parts of me that need to grow and really working on those things. Right. And so, that relationship and that journey of me being my best self means so much to me that I'm not willing to allow someone into my space that's going to disrupt that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus before, like, if he would get... Listen, it was... Self-esteem is terrible, child. If you want... We can talk about it if you want to one day. That may be hell another show. Uh, but... That's going to be a couple of episodes. Listen. Yeah. Because it was bad. Like, I, to the point where I have done things that I looking back was completely uncomfortable but because uh-huh. in that moment I wanted him to like me I did A, B, and C right. you know what I'm saying and I think, I think there are a lot of women I can't I've never been a man so I'm gonna speak for women I think there are a lot of women who have that same testimony well, of I was I mean as a man I would say that definitely is true for, for both men and women yeah. I mean I think there have been times where we have all especially when it comes to it's one thing when it comes to like being around your friends because that's a little that's different. different. Yeah, that's a little different because you're wanting that acceptance mm-hmm. even though it's already there. But I think when it comes to relationship is like as a man, there are times where you like, why am I like? I think maybe looking back on it or after the fact, it's like, why am I out here doing going, all this, going through all this? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I here doing all this? And I think that's something that we all have to come to a realization about. As like I said, it's it's just something as simple as like, why am I having to go through this? Why do I feel like I need to do this? Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that comes before the whole like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm about. This is how I behave. This is how I carry myself. Blah blah blah. It's not a secret. Yeah. So you know, can you rock with this? Yes or no? You know, and vice versa. And I think it's important to be mindful of. Different people bring different parts of you out. Even if you are fully... Very true. Even if you are fully who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you fully realize you love yourself, all of that stuff. Different, especially in relationships, right? Oh, for sure. Different men... Of these men that I'm speaking of right now, each man brings out... I'm not going to say brings out... Well, brings out a different degree of certain parts of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, because it has to be there for them to bring it out. Exactly. So I think it's so more. I, don't believe I think it's more of instead of bringing it out, they emphasize. Yeah. A certain. They they trait or they turn whatever. up certain parts right. in me okay. based on their person. You know. Gotcha. Based on our energy and our interactions or whatever right. it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I look at it from the perspective, like one particular person, like we know that's not you. Just. Oh. 
But <laughs> I'm just, you know, he, mm-hmm. we we'll talk later. But oh, we will. We'll talk later. But yeah, like of the others that are there, like, you know, I think it's important to think about I'm I'm getting older now and I'm and this before I say what I'm gonna say, I'm just talking about for me. I'm not saying that you have to subscribe to my thought process or where you where I'm at in life. Mm-hmm. But I steadily go back and forth between being the fly auntie who never gets married and never has children and just lives a fabulous life. And then being the auntie who does settle down and gets her little boo thing and maybe pop out a kid or two, but still be fly and do the family thing. I, I go back and forth. So I was, so I hear, I've heard of that scenario thrown mm-hmm. out there by a couple of different people. And mm-hmm. I always wonder, why is it that... Because in some people's mind, at least the way the way they have put it out there, it seems like... One decision means that you can't possibly have anything from the other. Like, I don't see how... You, you... heard either way I'm a fly auntie. Right, but that's what, I, well, <laughs> but that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I always, like, it's always, it almost sounds like, because it's always, you've only ever said, I've only ever heard you say the married fly auntie. Mm-hmm. Where normally it's the single fly auntie. And it's like, okay, that's all well and good, but to me, I would think that if you are in a positive relationship, you can still be fly. Like, that should never change because you're married or... Well, I think what they're more so focusing on is the way singleness is presented versus the way marriage is presented. Marriage, a lot of times, is presented as you bog down, you got this man, you got these kids. But see, that's what I'm saying. But I think... But that, to me, is not a positive relationship. I agree. That's what I'm saying. So, if I hear... Or a representation of what marriage actually is. Right. If I'm... If, I'm, if we're strictly dealing in positive relationship... Mm-hmm then you are able to grow and achieve the things that you want within, you know, with some small compromises to allow for both of you mm-hmm. to do whatever it is that y'all want to do, y'all want to do, um, so on and so forth. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, and like I said, you're the only one I've ever heard to say the married fly auntie. And it's like, okay, I mean, you being single, cool, do your thing, live your life, be fly. But just because you you know in a relationship or married doesn't mean that you can't still be the fly auntie that's still doing because there are people out there. Let's be honest, there are people out there who are living that life. I think the problem is, especially as a woman, right? It feels sometimes it feels like, and I've seen this in women, and it makes me nervous about being married. Is your whole personality becomes about your husband and your children? Like your whole life mm-hmm. starts to revolve around them and their goals and their needs and their schedules and all of this stuff. Right. And I feel like women forget that you were a whole woman mm-hmm. before you were this man's wife or his girl or whatever right. it is and these kids' mama. Like, who are you? Right. And men, that same expectation is not put on men. Men do not. Uh, when a woman has a kid, mm-hmm. her whole, uh, most in the, in the average scenario, her whole life changes. Her whole schedule got to change. Work got to change. All this stuff. Most of the time, men's very little of men's stuff have to change because they're not. Men are not typically looked to to be the primary caregivers of children. Women mm-hmm. are, and then from a traditional perspective, a lot of times women are we're the nurturers. We're look, we're the homemakers. So even if this woman got a full time job or she doing right. other stuff, she there's still a certain level of expectation. If you and your partner have right. not discussed it, yeah. there's a certain natural expectation of she gonna handle this. The right. black woman, super woman, and I'm just saying black woman because I'm a black woman. So if you some other thing, don't get offended. But 
the whole superwoman syndrome where you know we cook and we clean and watch while baby attached to our chichi and we shampooing our hair and we washing clothes all of this extraness yeah but i think that's can- also i think that's an old a old way of thinking that but it's, it's still it's, an expectation no it's still an expectation but i think that's that expectation is slowly being phased out um it not as fast, fast not, i know not as fast as it should be but also so with that i think that also goes, and from what I mean, again, not a woman. I'm obviously on a different side of this table, literally and figuratively. <laughs> um, but I think also the expect- expectations of the man in that situation, if, and I'm going to you know, call y'all, if you're going to be a real man about it. Ooh. Um, well, let me tell the ooh, baby. This might have been no, me. I mean, if you're going to be a real man about it, yes, the expectation for women is all of that, yes. Mm-hmm. But the expectation for a real man is to be able to provide for Ooh. his woman and his child. So yes, while she is taking care of this, this, and this, he needs to be taking care of Ooh. this, this, and this, Ooh. so that she doesn't. So that's one less thing that she has to worry Ooh. about. One less thing that she has to put on her shoulders and carry on her back. Mm. And that is his. That is his load to bear. Because if anything is to be successful in a situation where there is a team. Mm-hmm. Then every person, ha- my grandfather would say, every man has to carry his own corner. Mm. Because Come if on, you, because if you don't, you ain't gonna get nowhere. Mm. So while, like I said, the expectation, unfortunately, like I said, is the, the stereotypical expectation for a woman is, you know, like I said, the house, mm. the baby, whatever. The stereotypical expectation for the man is, you know. But now it feels nowadays it feels like men don't have to meet that expectation while women are still expecting well, but, to reach there. Which that is, is why a lot of women my age mm-hmm. I feel like are hesitant to even entertain the idea. Well, of, but but that's why that's why I started off with if you expect to be acknowledged mm-hmm. as or called a real man. Mm-hmm. These are things that you cannot, that cannot be Well, I won't even say right. real man. I'll say a traditional man. If you are a man who subscribes to traditional, and this is what I right. mean by that. Because there are some men who like, baby, we could both bust down diapers. We both right. could do. And I'm not going to say he's less of a man. He's not a real man. No, no, no. no so I'm that's what I say. Like, maybe no, but we I'm saying, the word. No, no, no. Way. What I'm saying is, when I say, like, if you ex- are, are expected to be acknowledged as a real man, what I'm saying is, whatever it is that, needs to be done to take care of your family you should be doing it that's what you should be doing so yeah so yeah if it's hey i'll stay up with the baby this day you stay with the baby black back and forth whatever change the, i'm not saying that makes you any what i'm saying is if you are not doing the things that are required yeah, sure. to take care of your wife this woman that you have chosen and she mm-hmm. has accepted to be your wife and this child that the two of you have decided to Make. create yeah then there, then yes, you there are you have to take care of it. Whether it's something that has been agreed upon, or maybe it's something that you saw that she didn't see, or something she needs help with, whatever the case may be. Even if you want to be, if you're the stay-at-home dad, mm-hmm. again to be considered, you have to be doing the things that are required to make sure that this this family is floating the way that it needs to. As opposed to, like you said, there like there are people out there. Who you would never know they have kids. Mm-hmm. No clue by the way they carry themselves and by the way they act. So yes, if you there it, there needs to be a slight adjustment when you have a family like that. But that doesn't mean, like I said, you can't still be the fly aunt, uncle, whatever. Mm-hmm. But as long as ultimately you are handling your business, right? Then there's no issue. It's not a big deal because it's whether you have family, kids or not. Because you could be the fly aunt or uncle. But then when you really take a close look at 
you know, the, their lifestyle, it's like you ain't really doing nothing. You right. ain't about much. Right. You stay fly. Yeah, you going on these trips here and there. But what else is there what to you? you what, what That's what I'm saying. What substance to you? You always, but you can be fly and still be out here constantly begging for money or trying to scheme somebody to make a come up because you're not handling your business. Yeah. So I think that's kind of the way it needs to be looked at because, yeah, like you have, let's be honest, we all know somebody who's out here looking like they out here getting it and doing things and living, as my grandfather would say, prosperous, prosperous. <laughs> but in reality, they're not because it's the facade that they are putting up there. But again, I think it's more so about... Which is that whole, you know, being yourself thing. Yeah, I think it's more so... Well, the way we're... The perspective I'm talking about it from is, again, like, when you are... Once you get a, once you become a certain age and you start really thinking about like marriage and kids yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, first of all, it's absolute. First of all, there's absolutely nothing wrong if you don't want those things. Right. right? No. It's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I personally think I might, but the problem is, a man is required to, to for this to be a thing. In some kind of way, yeah. So <laughs> some kind of that's some kind the of... part that I struggle with. So, like, for you. example. One of the the men in this conversation is a, he's very much a traditional kind of man. Mm-hmm. He definitely believes in the man being ahead. If you follow me, know me, I don't have an issue with that. But while the man is the head, the woman is the neck, and both are extremely important. Oh, of course, for you to get to where you need to right. get to. He lives by the philosophy, kind of like what you were saying. He lives by the philosophy. If you take care of me, I'll take care of us, and everything else is going to be good. Mm. So, basically, he's very much like, you keep yourself together, you cook me dinner, you da 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 you know, you do all the right. womanly, quote-unquote, right. womanly and things. And I'm taking care of everything else. And I'll take care of I'm putting in the work, the work, because that has to be, right. yeah. And, to be fair, I think he is fully capable <clears throat> of doing those things. Mm-hmm. But the way my mouth is set up... <laughs> And just the way that I'm set up. Like, I've seen, you know, marriages be together all these years and then, you know, people fall apart and the woman don't have nothing to show right. for it. That will never be me. Okay. That's so it's like those, and, and even when we look at like our, like, I hate the argument of this was wrong with y'all young people now. Our grandparents stayed together. Our grandparents did this and that. Why are yeah. we acting like our grandparents didn't have whole other families on the side? Why are we acting like our Some grandparents day. did not have, our grandmothers or grandfathers, whatever the situation was, did not have the wherewithal to get out of those situations? Right. Divorce was not a thing. Well, also. <sighs> The, so, but and also, now you didn't traumatize three generations because right. y'all couldn't get past and whatever y'all had going people, on. People need to get past that because again, times have changed. Things are different. The way people look at life is different. Absolutely. The people think the way people look at relationships is different um, because you could say, "Oh well." I mean, if you really want to be like super old school about it, well, hey, you know, you married this girl and her family didn't give you nothing for it. Well, I mean, because you have people who. If you want to keep going back to further generations, yes, our grandparents were in relationships. Um, they were dealing with situations that today would probably be, for the most part, would be unheard of. For sure. Let's be honest. But even then, for them, there was probably people who were saying, listen, I didn't see no dowry or no uh, bridal purse and this and that. It's different. 
you have to adjust with the way things are now. Yeah. Um, and I think it, whatever works for your relationship works for your relationship. True. I'm just speaking for me, myself, and true. I. And I'm just the type of woman that I know for sure. I don't think I could be, I could ever be 100% dependent on a man. Mm-hmm. That's just not how I'm built. It's not how I was raised. I know that men, because we talked about this, I think, a couple weeks ago. Men want to feel needed. They want to feel like they're necessary in a relationship. Right. Like they want. There should be a need and a want, but that want should definitely be for sure. Should override the need. But the problem is, at least for me, and I think some other women can relate. I was literally raised to not depend on you. Right. I was raised to believe that you are undependent. You are not dependable, Mm -hmm. and that I have to always have my own back. Now I have lived this way for thirty something years. It's yeah, going to be 30, it's, it's and it's going to be even more by the time, if I decide he the one or whoever. Right. I have lived 30-something years, and I have lived experience to reinforce right. this feeling, idea. Right, those thoughts, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have to be open. I have. To, it has to be a man who can meet you halfway. And, you know, I think, it, he's fun, so I don't know. But... <laughs> he's fine. I don't know. But then, on the other hand, there's always this other one who, you know what, I, I feel like I'm giving too much away. People don't know who it <laughs> So let's just not even get into all of that. But I low-key feel like, it doesn't matter. Anyway, what's up there? Anyway, so I'm saying all that to say, I think if you're gonna, I don't think there's anything wrong with revisiting old situations clearly. I don't think there's anything wrong as with that. As long as it's under the right circumstances, As long yeah. as it's under the right circumstances. As long as... That person can respect who you are in this moment now. Because I think another thing that sometimes happens is we revert back to who we were when we were with that person. Mm -hmm. And you have to be strong enough, aware enough, comfortable enough with who you are in this. But if you like who you are in this time, like in this space, because I love who I am now, you have to be able to fully live and who that person is while being in this other person's space. And mm-hmm. if this person can rock with who you are, amazing. If they can't, that's just one less person. What Megan say? Um, she tried to she tried to claim she took my man, girl. I needed me a man off my hands. Like, girl, <laughs> go on, take him. It's fine. Don't worry about that's it. That's how you living. I mean, listen. Hey, somebody, I am somebody's popular. I am having <laughs> a nice, wholesome, safe, hot girl summer. Okay. okay. Uh huh. Well, hot girl, twenty twenty one. Because why we would why we just saving it for the summer? I uh, I believe in women having choices. I believe in and like I said, having a choice don't mean you out here busting it open for everybody. Don't mean you out here being crazy with everybody. Right. But I think it's important to date. I do. I think it's important to see what it is that you like, what you don't like, what your non negotiables are. I know what my non negotiables are, mm-hmm. and I am in a space where I'm not gonna tell you what they are. I I just want to see how you operate, see how you move, and then decide if that's what I want to deal with the rest of my life. Right. Because I am in a place where I'm not just dating to date, right? I would like to say Not this point in the game, no. No, like, my clock is ticking, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, as much as, you know, I, and... Decisions I want, need I, to be this made. This is how I think about it, and this is like, in all seriousness, uh-huh. as a black woman, I am three to four more times likely to die at childbirth than my white counterpart. I need to trust that whoever I allow to impregnate me will raise my child to be somebody I can be proud of in the case that I am not here. That is the type of stuff I'm thinking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in a real, that's, is this is a man that I 
can take to my dad and be proud. Cause some of y'all know some of y'all don't live listen, my daddy that that fool ain't missed yet. As crazy as he is, <laughs> he ain't missed when right. it comes to the few I don't bring a lot of men around him. But the few that I have, he ain't missed yet. Right. So can you be around my family and it not be weird? If you're the type of man who don't like to be around my family or you don't like doing the family thing, that's a red flag for me. Because yeah. sometimes it feels like, where are you trying to hide? Or yeah. if you don't have your good relationship with your family, I understand that, but that's not my testimony. So you're going to have to get no. in where you fit in over here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I think, part of, I think partially people who, when they are in a situation where they're with somebody else's family, I think it's, and as a man... I I will admit I feel like I'm being interviewed, in, in, interviewed inspected, you know, whatever. As you Which you no, know, I, I get have that expectation when I go around a man's family. I have that expectation. I get that. I think, and I don't really have a problem with it as long as that is done within a certain Respect. a certain respectful yeah, way. For sure. Because I would have a problem if I brought someone around my family and my family was being overly aggressive yeah, or disrespectful sure. or whatever. Um, now, obviously, that's not as likely to happen to a woman as it is a man because, and at least not in the situation. Is he a mama's boy, child? Well, I know somebody who has been dating someone for years, multiple years, and that man's mama just started calling that girl by her name within the last year or two. But see, but that's what I'm saying. That, I think that goes to the whole, the respect, the being disrespectful in that interview interrogation yeah. whatever process mm-hmm. that's I, I can't count that but i'm talking about like i have been in a situation where at first i was like super like anxious and like nervous like listen i'm not hiding anything but this is a weird situation because mm-hmm. because if this were to go south for any and again this is me being overthinking or mm-hmm. being anxious about it if this goes south for who knows what random reason mm-hmm. how like how am i getting out of this yeah how do i get out of this and regroup and figure out where we go from here and thankfully in the the really the only the one real situation that i've been in like that it was like you know what these people are cool with me i i'm not giving you anything any reason to look at me sideways or you know come at me super aggressive and also i think they weren't those type of people anyway but at the same time again when it comes to people's you know family members they will get you know buck yeah Real quick, because Listen, that's their family, that's their love. So every inch of the East Cleveland adjacent will jump out. Oof, um, oof, Cleveland. See that escalate. Cause and I'm, I say adjacent because <laughs> I'm not from there, but both of my parents are oh, jump stupid if okay. you want to. Well, that that made it hurt a hurt a little higher than I thought it would be. But okay. Um, but like so, like I said, like in that situation, it's kind of it's a weird thing. But you definitely because you definitely feel those eyes on you. You know one thing I noticed too, or I've had men say to me. A lot of men aren't you. Well, I'm not gonna say a lot of men, but in my experience, mm-hmm. a few men—not any of the ones that I'm talking about—but in general, aren't used to a woman who has her father. So, like, they can finesse the mamas, almost. Mm-hmm. Not almost. Like, you know, not finesse, but like, you know, women. I think in general, in those type of situations, just tend to be a little easier than a father would be. Well, because they're looking at it in a completely different situation as right. well. So, yeah, the the viewpoint is different thankfully for me i've never had an issue getting along with well not an issue but just the fact that it's even a factor that you have to think about is what i'm saying well like i had a dude be like you know your dad i'm like yeah like i could pick him out of a lot yeah of that's a day. yeah that's a weird thing uh, i've never so i have dealt with i have dealt with women who one um really only had her 
for the most part. Not saying she didn't know her dad, but she yeah, predominantly was with her mom. mom. Yeah. Whereas the other one was her. Both her parents were still together. Um, and like I said, so for me, I've never run into an issue where I've never gotten along with or looked fa- or have been looked at favorably by their parents. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I can say their like her parents like her mom or her parents or her mom and dad like me. Right. And you know that's because that is a big thing. I mean, I think it's you know important. that's the last thing I want is to be like, oh yeah, no, they don't like me. Well, might as well go ahead and start packing the bags up because it's gonna be an uphill battle, and it probably ain't gonna work out in your favor if the if the person's parents don't like you or respect you or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, because like I said, that's a hard sell. Be yeah. like every time you come around, they be like, oh, well, here come. Here come, here he come, or here she come, you know, and whatever. I'm not really thinking highly of them. Right. You know, so you have to let that that go, I guess. So, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah, but I just think overall, like I said, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to double back and see what it is. But just be true to yourself, be honest with yourself, be clear about what your expectations are, be clear about what you right. want from that person, and be honest with yourself. If that person... If you give them a chance and you realize they still can't give you what it is that you want, be don't let your past experience with with right. them hold you hostage to a fake future with and them. And I think you also have to have a shorter time limit with that. Listen, let me tell you. I told somebody, me and you did this in my 20s. Often, no, not my whole mm-hmm. 20s. I'm not giving you my 30s as well. Right. So... I'm not about to be doing round and round circles with you, sir. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. So right. either it's going to be A, B, and C, or you, you almost be, yeah because you, you almost have to be come a out guest the, at the wedding, right? To wow. someone else because you almost have to come out the box ready, like with the, your act together in that Period. situation. Because like you said, already have an established record of being right. A, B, and C, right? Right. So, so you gotta be right. You better be right. Right. So yeah, that I mean, if you're gonna do the, you know, if you're gonna go back to that old thing, you know. Obviously, changes have to be made, or they should have been made, uh, on both sides. Because and if y'all both in the same spot you were, or in the same mental place you were before, then what makes you think it's going to be any different this time? But again, like I said, you have to be honest about who you are, what you are, right. what you got going on, what it is that you want. Because guess what? It's okay, it, could be, it also could be okay if maybe you were super in love with this person before, but now this is not the space you're in. Mm-hmm. It's about being honest and being open at communicating what it is that you what you want so this summer i hope that y'all are being safe having fun if one of them old things come back around treat it with caution but have your fun boo yeah. have your fun where can they find the show at John? they can find the show at hey all right i'm proud of you for that um you can find the show uh, you can email us at everything and nothing pod at gmail.com you can find the show on instagram twitter and tiktok at e-a-n pod uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at callme underscore Mr. J. Uh, you can also follow me on TikTok at call underscore me underscore Mr. J. Where can they find you at, ma'am? You can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at Akira Elan, A-K-I-R-A-E-L-A-U-N. You also can follow my business page, Truth and Love United, on Instagram. Uh, Truth and Love United is all one word. Um, Saturday is the last day that I am taking pre-orders for the shirts. I have three designs out. Thank y'all so much for the ones who have already pre-ordered. I am overwhelmed and excited and grateful and humbled and all the good things. Um, because y'all really showing me love and I appreciate it. So, yeah. That's a thing. 
That is a thing. Big you, thing. Do you have anything else you would like to say before we get out of here? Um, of course. <clears throat> As always, before we go, let me leave you with this. Uh-huh. Brace yourself. Oh, Lord. Every fight is a food fight if you're a cannibal. All right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye, guys. Be safe. <laughs> Bye. Have a fun, happy summer, Eel. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>